another episode of Paul and All. As always, I'm your host, Paul Casey, and um, a little bit of a different format. I think I've tried this format before in the show, but uh, today it's going to be me talking for a little bit, and then uh, I'm going to cut in a piece that I am recording with a guest. Uh, I just wanted to give a quick little um, bit of update backstory on something. So, I've talked before on this show about, you know, how I've, uh, since January 1st of 2014, I've done something creative in some capacity, whether that be writing or um, recording a podcast or editing a podcast or something like that. And I've also talked about how over the last uh, month, two months, whatever, I have uh, finished the first, it's actually now the second, uh, draft of a screenplay that I'm hoping to film. Now I did come up with an idea for a short because, um, and I don't think, I think this is the official like first announcement announcement for it. I've told a few people, but I got a camera so now I can actually do stuff, but I don't have any ideas for things and I don't want to vlog. I don't want to be a vlogger. This podcast sort of gives me the opportunity to, uh, just, you know, get out certain things that you would get out on a daily vlog and whatever, but I do it on like a weekly basis and I could just talk with, with people and I could talk with various people and my life is very, very boring. So there's no reason for me to, um, to vlog anything. Um, but I got a camera, so I've been looking to do some shorts and I, over the last, um, over this past weekend, I, came up with like one or two different ideas and I had something and, um, I, I mean, I've still done something creative, but it wasn't as much as I wanted to. And so, um, I just felt that I, especially with doing this podcast and and having this sort of be like my outlet in a way, I felt that I needed to share that information with all of you the fact that, um, I'm not, the fact that I'm not, uh, I wasn't using my full potential. I wasn't using my full creativity and no one has, you know, no one keeps up with this anymore. I used to post pictures on my Facebook and I think on my Twitter and maybe Instagram, of, you know, like crossing off the days on a calendar. And then it just got to the point where I was just doing it and I didn't need to stay accountable to anybody. Not that I was, but I just felt that, you know, like posting about it made me accountable, but now doing, you know, three shows a week, potentially more soon. Um, I just feel like I'm accountable in general anyway. The fact that I do this show and every so often I update about my different writings and things like that. I feel that that makes me accountable to myself and to anyone who's interested. And so I just, I did want to say that I'm not, I haven't been living up to my full, I don't want to say full potential, but just my, you know, the, the full effort that I have put in, in the past for about two, three days, um, in the course of the last week. 
And um, I could come up with various excuses, but there's always been, you know, like there are times when I'm sick or when I'm, you know, incredibly tired, uh, you know, from work or if I'm working, you know, numerous uh, hours and, you know, I I close and then I open uh, at work or whatever. And no matter what, I've still always found time. And again, I did do creative stuff for the last, you know, over, like every day. And I've, I've still done something creative every day since 2000, since January 1st, 2014. But I just wanted to, um, say that, you know, I am, uh, I'm, I'm going to get back to, to doing more stuff outside of the podcast. I'm going to get back more into, into writing and things like that. I am working on the, um, the, reading, finishing up the reading of the screenplay that I'm hoping to film later this year. And I have an idea for a short, I want to run it past someone else. And, uh, cause, uh, someone, uh, someone that I'm friends with and I talked about potentially working on something together. So I'm going to see if this is something that they would uh, potentially want to work on for a short for YouTube or something like that. But yeah, I just, I felt that, that I needed to sort of let you all in on what's going on because without, and again, I'm not that I'm, not that I'm constantly getting support from anyone or anything like that, but I just like to, like I said, I use this sort of like as a, as a, as a vlog. So I kind of just keep people up to date that way. So yeah, there's that. And now, um, hopefully the rest of this episode that you're going to hear is a fun, hopefully a fun little exchange about a topic that we've covered a few times on this podcast. And so here is that. Okay. So, uh, reintroduce yourself cause this is going after the other bit. Okay, so, so I'm Paul's mom, Ruth Casey. So you, I asked you if you would be on because there was something, it happened about a week or two ago, I think, I think maybe a little longer than that by now. The 25th is what I've got. The 25th of March. March. Okay. So the 25th of March, um, there was a follow-up finally to a story that we had talked about in an episode that I actually really liked and it became like a recurring talking point amongst, uh, between myself and someone else at work. Well, a few people at work as well. Um, gentleman by the name of mad Mike Hughes, the flat earth guy who planned to launch himself in a homemade rocket into the Atmos flat, as he calls it, <laughs> to prove once and for all that NASA and years of science, quote unquote, have been lying to us and that the Earth is actually flat. And there was a bunch of stuff where he talked about how, um, you know, like the uh, the, what was it? The Bureau of Land Management Mm -hmm. was stopping him and all this other stuff. And then he was going to do it off of, he was going to launch it off of private property, but then he had to delay it. And there was, and then all of a sudden he was not associated with the flat earth society anymore. 
and there were all these setbacks and everything to the point where people were like, okay, you know, clearly this guy, you know, he's, it's one of those things where every so often he just says something because he's like, oh, I'm fading from the news. So let me just yeah, be like, just, big things coming. Let me make yeah. myself relevant again. Yeah. You know, and, but he just never, but he was never doing anything. Yeah. Like he was just never, it seemed like he was never going to launch. However... However, according to a Newsweek article, uh, self-taught rocket man and proud flat earther Mad Mike Hughes has finally blasted off in his homemade rocket. Okay, wait, I'm, I'm sorry. One other thing that, that someone who sent, not this article, but they sent me an article, and I did notice it. I don't know if we talked about it the first time, but I know that I, I had seen it in many readings about, because I've, you know, I've read several different articles about this guy over the last few months. And one of the, the things was how he was a stunt limo driver. Oh yeah. We're going to get there. But like, what does that even mean? Well, actually, I don't know that he was a stunt limo driver. No, no, no. Many, many many articles that I've read. This article just says that he was a limo driver. Yeah, no, no, no. Many articles that I've read have credited him as a stunt limo driver. Because, you know, in in the movies and stuff, when when the limo drivers have to avoid this or that and, you know, whatever, they they require somebody because a, a, a stunt driver is not always the person who can um who can drive any vehicle sometimes because the limos are bigger it makes it a little more difficult in order to to be able to maneuver them or whatever so you really need somebody who can drive a limo just for the sheer being able to recognize the size of it you know what i mean like like a person who can stunt stunt ride a motorcycle is isn't necessarily going to be able to stunt drive a limo okay okay i guess does, does that make yes. does that make sense Okay. All right. So anyway, according to this, he uh, blasted off in his homemade rocket, soared 1,875 feet off the ground. Uh, This says Saturday, so whatever around then that would have been. And he made it back to Earth in one piece, if a little clobbered, according to the Associated Press. The launch has been a long time coming. It was originally planned for last November, and it was hit by multiple delays because of mechanical problems and the Bureau of Land Management. Uh, He finally launched near Amboy, California, landing hard hard some 1,500 feet from his takeoff point. Who did he travel? (laughs) He went 1,875 feet up and only 1,500 feet out. I have no no concept of distance. So how, how far is that? Um, I would say, cause like, okay, here's to anybody else. I don't know whether I could, but I would say probably that would be like maybe from here to the dike. Okay. 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 That's not that far. No. That's like basically our backyard. Yeah. Um, well, no, because like I have, uh, here's, here's a way to figure it. Uh, uncle Will's yard is 150 feet. Yeah, this means nothing. Well, but then again, everybody else, else, everybody else, else understands. Has, has yeah. So you would figure ten of those. Uh, football field, a football field is what is it? Three hundred. I have no idea because I have no concept. Because like, that. like, okay, here's my concept of distance and and space. There was an episode of The Office where Michael rents a space for his when he when he 
leaves Dunder Mifflin and he mm-hmm. goes to make his own paper company. And you know the size of that office space that he, it was a it was a utility closet basically. Mm-hmm. And he whatever it was, he said like you know, this by this sounds like a lot and everybody else, you know, is like, no, like everybody who watches it was like, no, it doesn't sound like a lot. But like, to me, I was like in the same, like that's, that was Michael Scott and I can agree on, on, on concept of like space and how okay, neither so, one of us gets it. Okay. So basically what I looked up, it says a football field is 360... American football. American football. It's 360 feet long, right? So you're talking about four and a half, maybe... Yeah, that seems, that's actually a a quite a distance, though. Fields. Football field's pretty big. Yeah. So maybe it's further than, than the... Deck, yeah, definitely. But, you know what I mean? But it's about the, the about four football fields. But that's still not very far, considering it's a rocket. Uh, okay. Considering it's a homemade rocket that, okay. you know, he had mechanical issues with. It, it does seem okay. pretty far. Uh, it, it says, he told the Associated Press that aside from a sore back, he was doing fine after the launch. Uh, he's been fine. He had been fine tuning it for months in his garage. Also, a uh, that wait, it says Hughes, who has been fine tuning the rocket in his garage for months, also converted a mobile home into a launch pad. Yeah, launch I knew that ramp. one. I knew that one. This thing wants to kill you 10 different ways. This thing will kill you in a heartbeat, he said. Uh, when he was descending, well, shortly after, um, after blast off, he pulled his chute. It's the, it says it took place around 3 p.m. Falling too fast, he opened a second parachute before reaching the ground with a thump. That's got to be. Like, he came down 18, well, he went up 1,875 feet. Like he pulled both chutes and they didn't work? No, he pulled both chutes, but he expected that they would slow him down more than I guess they did, you know? Which is, oh, excuse me, that is the concept, though. That is the concept, yeah. Uh, the paramedics looked him over. He said he felt relieved now that the launch was complete. I'm tired of people saying I chickened out and well, didn't now, build a rocket. I'm sorry, really quick. Now, I'm you tired know, of that stuff. I manned up and did it. Now, you know this is all like his, if you remember, this is all like his first attempt. Yeah. Because I don't know if the article says it, but if you remember, basically what he wanted was he wanted to be able to prove like, hey, I can do this. Actually, imagine what not I not the first time. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is this was like his his thing, like to be able to say, hey, I can do this. No, because I've seen videos of him like launching himself, not necessarily up into into like above the. Whatever you know, the different layers of the of the Atmos flat is yeah, <laughs> um, you know, the Stratus flat and whatever yeah, else, yeah, the, yeah, whatever that's, other that's, that's it. layers are there. If they are there, according to flat Earth people, I don't know. Um, but no, uh, basically, his original concept was that he wanted to do this to basically show, like, look what I can do. Um, basically give me money and I'll, you know what I mean? And then what he wanted to do was put himself in a balloon. Oh yeah. I'm getting there. 
launch it and then rock and then jetpack himself up even further. Yeah. Okay. So according to this, this isn't the first time he launched himself up in a homemade rocket. He made the first attempt in January 2014 when he went about 13, 1,374 feet in the air. Uh, but it says, according to the Associated Press, some questioned whether he actually took off. His ambitions reach far higher than 1,875 feet. In the future, he'd like to travel some 68 miles up in a rocket com- rocket cum balloon, a raccoon. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes, that's what it says. R-O-C-K-O-O-N. Oh, my God. And then they questioned, do, you, do I believe the Earth is... Shaped like a frisbee, I believe it is. Do I know for sure? No. That's why I want to go up in space. In the meantime, the self-taught rocket scientist has set his sights He's on... He's not a scientist! Oh, wait. Rocket scientist. He's not a scientist! Let me continue. In the meantime, the self-taught rocket scientist has set his sights on politics with a plan to run for governor. Oh, yeah. I actually heard this. This is no joke. I want to do it. Yeah, I think I, I I think one of the things was like he said that he wants to do this, but then like not long after that. Although I read that before he launched, so maybe you know because somebody's doing like a documentary about him too. Oh God bless us. Yeah. Um. Let's see. There's another. There's a. There's a linked article from February fifth. But that was before all yeah. of this. But okay, so there was a video in that one, but you wouldn't let me watch it. Is I don't it- know whether I don't know because I didn't want I didn't know that you knew about the um, uh, uh, political ambitions. So oh, I, yeah. I didn't want it to be uh, that that they talked about his political ambitions. Okay, so we're gonna we're gonna take a pause here. We're gonna watch this video and then we'll be back with you all. Okay, so we just watched that. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, he did go. Well, we don't know whether he actually went up. We know the rocket went because the video doesn't actually show him in the rocket and it doesn't show them getting him out of the rocket. You know, so we have reports are you, that the paramedics... Wait, 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 wait Am wait. I saying that maybe he didn't actually... Are you saying that... You have a conspiracy theory about the conspiracy theory guy? I'm saying that they showed the maybe there's other footage. What we saw showed a rocket take off and the rocket come down one minute and 51 seconds worth of video. Okay. We saw the person who was videotaping run towards where the the rocket came down. I can't believe that. I can't believe what you're saying. And we and we we know that theoretically the paramedics talked to him, but do you know, we don't know whether the paramedics actually took care of him because you know, you have called me a conspiracy theorist about so many things. Well, and you're not going to Because gonna- he's because he's said, "Well, people think I chickened out and whatever." But they don't show him getting into the rocket. They don't show continuous. Maybe there is. Like I said, what I saw showed a rocket take off. Now, realistically, because of the illusion of distance, how do you know how big the rocket was? 
Um, if it's the same one that he's been building, we've seen him next to it. Yeah, that's fine, but we don't see that here. We don't even see them at the end. I'm looking at the the last frame of the video, and we don't even show them actually getting close to the mobile home that he launched from. Yeah. So, I mean, that could be a Barbie, Barbie uh, dream van or something, you know? Who knows? Could be... Could be Matchbox. Really? Matchbox, not Hot Wheels? Well, whatever. <laughs> but my, my point is, there is no thing that showed. But the, the one thing was the fact that he waited too long to release the second. Um, yeah, definitely. He, he, he didn't. He looked like he was coming down at a, rel- at a, at a not so quick pace. And then towards the end, it was like, yeah, he, well, he, all you, of a sudden, it looked like he was. The, the, um, watch the shoot. At, at a few points, it was like parallel to him when they were both perpendicular to the ground. Yeah, yeah. You know, but it was nose, it was coming down nose first. And the second rocket or the second chute opened just seconds before he hit the ground. So, yeah. When what it was said, that pop when that happened? Well, that's the sound of the, because in order to, um, in order to fire the chute, there's a it, there's a, a mini explosion to pop it out. Oh, okay. Because gravity would keep it in, right? So they have to force it. Sort of like um, if you've ever seen um, the drag cars when they race, yeah, and, and they they have that mini explosion when the when the chute comes out. Okay, you know, it's it's like that because they have to literally it's it's a an explosion to pop the chute. But yeah, he waited too long to pop that second shoot. And, you know, I mean, but your it, it, your conspiracy theory aside though, like it was impressive. He it did was, it. It was an impressive it was an impressive thing. Uh a minute 51 seconds from when the video started to when the video ended and he went up and down. <laughs> so, you know, I mean that it appeared that he went up pretty high and the thing is, if you do the math for how high up he went, if you stretch that out going forward, he didn't even go that far forward. He was a football field shorter than that when he came down. Do you know what I'm saying? No. Okay. So he went up 1,875 feet, but he only went out 1,500 feet. So a football field is like 360 feet. So if you laid his up shoot, like how the far trajectory. up he went, yeah, how far up he went, yeah. Um, if you tipped that over forwards, if he would have just gone straight out, he didn't quite go out as far as he went up, even. You know, so, well, yeah, because he fell back basically. Well, because he, he went up at an angle, so then when he came down, he he came down. Slightly back from there. But, yeah. Yeah. But, well, actually, it appeared that he went straight up. It looked like an angle. To, maybe it was just the way the phone was because we watched it on your phone. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a big angle. If it was an angle, it wasn't a very big angle. But, yeah, I was not. Um, you can't say you weren't impressed. Well, not really. Like I said, I, I would have been. I have you been, ever seen anyone else not. Okay, but a legitimate rocket scientist okay, to do something like that like, that wasn't in the in the but, but, in the pictures. But my That's, my that was old timey, not like right, photographs, yeah. of course. My my thing is, 
I would have been impressed if you saw him, if you saw a continuous shot of him getting into the rocket, the rocket launching, the rocket coming down, and him getting out of the rocket. Okay, that. Well, that is his again with the with the the. I can't. I'm not even going to say it. The um the balloon thing. I'm not going to say it. The the raccoon. Not rat. It's not I a know. raccoon. But I yes. know. But yes. Um. With that, he wants to have a thing because he wants to basically have his own Wi-Fi so that people can like Skype with him while he's doing it. Okay. Yeah. So people can call him, talk to him, and he he plans to live stream the whole thing as well. Right. But my like I said, my thing is that. From the vid, just the video that we saw, okay, and maybe there's other videos, and if there are, send them to us because I would like to see, I would like to see video of him actually getting in and out. Like, because the last time we watched it, they showed him coming out of the rocket. Oh, that was the one where he got. Oh, excuse me, I'm very tired today. <sighs> that was the one where he got like really badly hurt. Yeah, but at least they showed him. Getting taken out of the rocket now, like I said, maybe on his if we would if we would go to his page because he actually has a page, Mad Mike Hughes. He's a Wikipedia page. Yeah, but I mean he has, has a Wiki- Mad- he has a Wikipedia article, Mom. He has MadMikeHughes.com, Paul. Yeah, he has you know he has that. So maybe on there, there's more. Um, my chair is squeaky. <laughs> um, but maybe on there, there's more video, and I'll have to check it out. But for I just I am skeptical in how much of what we saw was legitimate. Wow. Yeah. Sorry, folks. I'm a skeptic, and that's weird because no, you're I, not. No, no, I'm not. That's the thing. I believe all kinds of ridiculousness, and yet that made me question, you know, I mean, like, and why would it not make you question? Why, why would you just accept the fact that this guy believes the earth is flat, but you're going to believe that he got in a rocket that he made in his backyard. Cause why would him. you lie about that? Really? That's my big thing. Because you can, a lot of people lie because they can people steal because they can. Yeah. This, I don't know why this guy. Oh, cause he's the epitome of honest, right? I haven't seen him. I mean, has he done anything dishonest? Yet? I don't know. What have you seen him do other than you know nothing? Get people's money. Exactly. That was dishonest. Why? Because he aligned himself with the flat earthers so that he could get money to shoot himself up into space. And then when he didn't get the amount of money that he thought he was going to get, suddenly he distanced himself. He still believes the Earth is flat, folks. Because yeah. But he's no, he no longer identifies himself as a flat earther because the one thing I noticed in the article is in the past when you've read the articles about the flat earth society and everything else, it's all caps. And this... Yeah, because it's, it's the official name. It's the flat earth. It's like F-E. Right. S. But this time they just, it was just lowercase, you know, yeah. he's a flat earther. So, you know, I mean, there's that. And I don't know. I just, I just am skeptical. I can't believe this. I just, you know. So what do you, what do you think? Because he's in California. What do you think his chances are of winning 
Running for governor. He wants to he wants to run for governor. Right. What do you think his chances are of winning? Mm, no. Excuse me. Keeping in mind, this is the same state that keeps reelecting Elizabeth Warren. This is the same state that houses Hollywood. And this is the same state that elected Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. Exactly. I still don't see it happening. Sorry, but no. I, I just I I know they they you know they value their kooks and weirdos and put them and up Ronald on Reagan actually now that I, now that pedestals I say it. yeah I know they they you know value their kooks and weirdos and put them up on pedestals but I have more confidence in Hollywood more confidence in the state of California than that I do not well. And I know people who live there. So and do I. I don't care that if they hear this or not. I do not have. I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's you know that's our opinion, and we don't get to vote in California, so you know, unless, um, until you move there, right? Yeah. Uh, it's a very short episode. I thought we were going to have more to talk about with it. Well, what else you got? I don't have anything else. What else do I have? Let's see. Oh, so he's looking and I'm supposed to talk now. Okay. I forgot how that works. Uh, Dead silence on a podcast is not a good thing. So, oh, so on one of your podcasts for your Paul and all, uh, you questioned, what should I paint you? Right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the only answer that came in so far was Pennywise. Not going to happen on the face with the beard. Sorry, Pennywise is not going to read on that. So we can do uh, we can do a body painting. We can do a no. face. <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll see. Um, come on, folks. You know, get in there and say yes. We want her to paint you like Captain America. I can paint you as, as um, um, Steve Rogers before the uh, Super Soldier Serum. <laughs> I'm no? bigger than he was. Oh, oh, okay. Um, let's see. What else can we paint you as? Um, I don't know. Where's what, what? What? When did you become French all of a sudden? What is this French talk? We. Oh well, you know, if I'm going to do a body painting, I'm bringing in help. How big do you think the surface area of my body is? <laughs> Holy crap. You know, I'm so sick of the fat shaming that goes on in society today. Like I had somebody <laughs> at work the other day say that, uh, well, you have more body fat than me. Like, that's incredibly rude. Well, no, I'm just very skinny. I don't care. That's incredibly rude yeah, to say. Yeah, you don't say. talk about people's weight. No. Sorry, but that's just... I do joke. There is, there is one person at work that I joke with where, you know... Uh, when I'm walking past and it's like, you know, like she goes to move her cart. She's like, oh, do you have the room? I'm like, what are you calling me fat? Like, I'm like, I jokingly say that. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, she actually, the the girl who it was, she got me the other day doing it. I'm like, oh, do you have enough room? She's like, what are you trying to say, Paul? Are you calling me fat? I'm like, oh, you know, good because you got me like good one. Yeah. But like, no, I'm just kidding. No, but actually body painting, um, you know, everybody's like, oh, it's. Uh, I know body painting could be like the arm or the leg or well, something yeah, but like also that. the the idea that you know to do a body, it's not about the amount of size. It sometimes depends on the detail. But like for competition, right? For a a body painting for competition, um, 
it's anywhere from two to six hours to do a body painting. Well, if we're going to do it during a podcast, then if we were going to do a body painting, I would need to have somebody else do it with me unless we're going to have a three or four hour podcast. Yeah, I don't feel comfortable doing that. Okay, though. but I could do, I could paint something on your back. I did that. Uh, I don't feel comfortable with that. Okay. I don't know why this is such an issue. All right, so then we need to come up with something that we can paint on your face. What can we paint on your face? We could paint you as the ultimate warrior. No. No, we did that. Um, you got it, people. You got to send in your suggestions. Yeah. For what? Just take into account that he has the beard, and although we could paint the beard, it's not necessarily going to look like anything other than a painted beard. You know, because I'm an artist, not a magician. Well, actually, I am a magician, but... Tell us some of those stories. What, back in the day when I used to do back magic? Yes. <laughs> yes, Mom, I back in the day. I, I didn't actually do magic. I was a magician's assistant back in the day. What uh, What secrets can you tell us? I'm not allowed to tell any secrets. That's a promise you make when you when you despite the fact to that, be despite the a fact magician. That, Right, but you just said you're not a magician. You're a magician's but assistant. As a magician's oh! as, as a magician's assistant, you also have to make those promises. But the magician that you worked with did spill certain secrets. Not my responsibility. I am not responsible for other people's actions or inactions. Um, but I enjoyed being. I, I enjoyed. Uh, well, let's doing see. What are certain tricks. What are certain tricks you you've done? You've set the Bible on fire. Yeah. Which um, is really strange for you. Well, you know, um, I have done, um, let's see, uh, we did a trick where uh, we put shackles. Do you call them tricks or illusions? Whatever. Um, well, we did, no, we no, did, no. See, you want to get into like the technicality of like magicians and, you know, well, the code them, and some, all that sort of stuff. Some magicians call them tricks. Some call them illusions. Some just call them uh, parts of the act. Uh, but one of the one of the parts of the act that we did was that we shackled the magician and then covered the shackles, and he was able to remove the shackles and put them on me, right in front of everybody. So that was kind of cool. Um, of course, we've done the the trick that the local magician uses skizzers for, where you take uh, three various sizes of rope and you oh, I'm so sick make of this. Them, yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else? Um, you know why? Here's why. I'm about. I'm about to. What, what do the kids call it now? Spill some tea. <laughs> okay. I'm about to. I'm about to throw down because I know everybody involved will never listen to this. I'm about to spill some tea on this. You ready? Here we go. The person she's talking about is a member of our family. This certain member of our family, I'm like 99% sure, doesn't like me. And at this point in my life, I don't even care anymore. I used to care because you taught me to care about what people think. And I, I will never forgive you for that. <laughs> I will never forgive you for that. I also taught you manners and all that. And you don't forgive me for that either. Very so true. there you go. But this person, I'm like 99% sure, doesn't even like me. And I don't care. 
And that's why I don't care that I'm about to say this stuff because this person has showed just about everybody, everybody else in our family how this trick works, but will not show me. I've since kind of learned it because I, I had like a magic book at one point. I sent but you. Like, I got you. Yeah. Though. Okay. That's fine. But my point is there are people who are technically not even part of our family anymore who this person has shown. And I never, it was always, it was basically, it, it, it became like a thing where it was like, you know, I'll show you, like, oh, I'll take you, take you into the room, take a few of you into the room and not show you. But then basically it became like a recurring thing, like just to, to poke and prod where it was like, but not you, Paul, but not you, Paul. I'll show that. Oh, and, and, and you know, they, they can't, they won't tell you because I made them promise not to tell you. Screw you, man. Like, I'm sorry. That's that's bullshit. Hey, do we have bitterness towards our family, huh? A little yeah. bit there. A little bit. A lot, yes. A little bit there. But anyway, back to what we were talking about, which was let's find a nice face to put on Paul. Hmm? Yeah, because the face I have on currently is a mean one. Yes. Well, you're not tired anymore, so that's a good oh, thing. Oh, no, I'm very tired. Um, let's see. We can't do jigsaw because we would have to do the little circles on your cheeks, which isn't so bad. But we would have to draw in the um, the lines on the mouth, which we can't do. Unless you want to shave your beard. No. No. Not for this. Wear a dress? No. Um, right? What does that have to do with anything? Isn't that what, um, what's his name says? Uh, oh my gosh, what's his name? I have no idea. From Parks and Rec. I don't know what you're, you're saying. You're talking about shave your beard? You, you mean wear a dress and become a woman? I don't know. If, oh my gosh. Anyway. I know who you're talking about, yeah. but I don't remember anyway. that particular exchange. Anyway, basically, you know. Yeah. I can wear a beard. Um, I'm pretty female. I don't know what that has to do with anything. Well, you're, can, you're all can, over the place. I can, your... I can wear a beard. Sure. So why does, why does not having a beard make you wear a dress? I never said it did. Anyway. Uh, you're saying... I know I said it, and then I'm saying you said it. No, yeah. I didn't say that. I said he. Which is said not it. the first time, by the way, that you've said something no, and then I convinced yourself that I've. No. I'm just saying in general. In general, yes. I know that no, you've I've done never that. Done you, that, but you, you can, you uh, accuse me of that. Anyway, back to the point. Maybe as I mentioned earlier in the part where she wasn't here, maybe I should start vlogging more so I can get go. these get these, these accusations. On, what were we talking about the other day? And I didn't want to talk to you about it because I said as soon as we talked about it, you were going to go. Oh, we should have. Been vlogging. If I had, I had a, a dollar I, I for had a, every time Paul and I have a conversation, and he goes, "Why aren't we blogging this?" No, recording it, not yes. not vlogging, not blogging, not vlogging. Yes. But basically, why am I not recording this? Why is this not on 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 record? I need a I need a house like like Paisley Park, Prince's house, where they basically every room was wired to be recording constantly. See, that creeps me out. No, because it's a simple thing of if you don't like it, you don't go but in But you go there for a visit, which is fine. You know that they're recording. And then you have to use the bathroom. But there's recording in the bath. I'm sorry, but no. Nope, nope, nope. There's actually two jokes to go along with that. Because, like, if, if you're ever, like, on the, on the pot and, you know, he felt like doing a, a new rent, you know, like a remix to Raspberry Beret, like, it makes sense. There's also a Family Guy joke where it was about. Um, Excuse me? What? How does that work for Raspberry Beret? Well, no, just because that's just a Prince song that I like. Oh. So, but it was just a matter of like, you know, where he could be in any room, you know, 
Well, I mean, it's fine if it's recording him, but if it's recording everyone, that's an invasion of privacy. But it's not because you're in his home. You're in his home. You go by his rules. But you're still allowed to have a private conversation no matter where you are. If you're in his home, you abide by his rules. It's a good thing it's not his home anymore. Oh, too soon. Oh, it's been a while. Too soon. It's been a while. Too soon. (laughs) Um, But there actually is a joke from Family Guy about, um, I think it's Muddy Waters, basically the fact that all of his songs – Sounded like he was trying to pass a kidney stone. Mm-hmm. And so then it cuts to a thing of him where it's him standing at the toilet. And then the whole band is there and he's just like singing as he's and like, you know, screaming and like aches and pains and stuff while he's trying to take a pee. <laughs> oh, so I had an, I just had an idea for you for a um, for a, a, a live stream or something. You should when you go when you get to go to the uh, local flea market. You should uh, wander around and... and uh... There was a um, the Tell Em Steve Dave podcast. They did a thing called Making Hay. They did, it was like a three-part thing. And then like a year later, they did another one where they took like a tape recorder and they just interviewed a bunch of people. And like, I mean, you know this because you've worked like flea markets and stuff, but like the people do not want to answer questions. Mm. Especially well, if it's on record. Well, let me tell you, they may not want to answer questions, but the customers want to tell you their life story. I need to get that tattoo removed. And Deb is mad at me because it was contagious and now she has it. The joke Explain is, what that means. The joke is that no matter where I am or what I'm doing, someone will walk up to me and proceed to tell me their life story for... Absolutely no reason whatsoever. I actually kind of have that too. Yeah. To a certain extent. And it's... I just put, now, my, I just put my RBF on though sometimes. Now, Deb um, has this thing where no matter where she is... This is a friend of my mother's yes. for anybody who doesn't know. Sorry. Um, but my friend has this thing that no matter where she's at, there is an information here sign over her head. So people will stop... She she uh, she does flea markets. She works at malls. She uh, sells novelties and things, and jewelry and all kinds of cool stuff. But anyway, no matter where she is, people will walk up to her and go, "Excuse me, do you know where the restroom is? Excuse me, do you know where the Gertrude Hawk store is? Excuse me, do you know where the guy is that was selling baseball caps? He was here like three years ago, and I think he was two aisles over. But do you know where that is?" And like for no reason whatsoever, they always ask. She always says she wishes she had a dollar for every time somebody came and asked her, um, you know, where something is or whatever. Because we could be in, we live in Pennsylvania. We could be in New Jersey the first day of a show and people will walk up and ask us where things are. Yeah. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know. And then I'll get the people who go, well, you know, I used to come to this mall when I was a little girl with my grandmother, and she was from County Cork, Ireland. And when they were there, they had, and and like literally has nothing to do with anything, but I will get the whole story from their grandmother to their great-grandchildren and everything in between. And then they walk away and don't buy anything. Yeah. Like, excuse me? Yeah. You just took up 45 minutes of my time and you didn't buy a dollar rubber ducky. What? Yeah. I had a lady come up and she, she, uh, Deb sells 
you know, kids' jewelry and whatever, she has mood rings, which, you know, when I was a kid, mood rings were a big thing. They were actually very big too. Now they're little bands and they, you know, they change color and they've got like, uh, some of them have hearts in them or dolphins or whatever. So people will come up and they'll, you know, they'd be looking at the jewelry. Well, this lady came and she'd come by and she was looking at it and it was the last day of the show. So we were starting to pack up. And so she, she said, I'll be back. Well, people always say, I'll be back, and rarely do they come back. Well, she came back. Unfortunately, she came back after we had packed that section of the merchandise away. Well, my friend is always looking to try and make a sale, try and make the customers happy, because she comes back to this place often. So she pulled out everything. She got it out. The lady tried on every ring in the box, finally found one that she liked, bought it, it was $3. She was there for 25 minutes trying on rings and bought a $3 ring. Then she left and then she came back. She was gone about 15 minutes. She came back and she had been, she'd been walking around in the mall, whatever, and we're still packing. And so she stops and she's like, I have to ask you. I said, okay, what can I do for you? She said, how do mood rings work? They and don't. I looked at her. They don't. <laughs> because this woman was, I'm in my 50s, and this woman was at least 20 years older than me, okay? And how do mood rings work? They don't. Well, actually, they do because they are, here's a big word for you, folks. They are therm- thermochromatic. See, I couldn't even say it. They're thermochromatic, which means that heat makes them change color. So when they're in the case... They are black or brown. And as you touch them to your skin, your skin warms the metal. The metal changes the color of the paint that is on them. And they change color. So that's what I told her. And after she walked away, I looked at my friend and said, voodoo. They change color because of voodoo. Like, what do you mean? How do they change color? How do they work? Really? Okay, then. Yeah. See, y'all learned something now. This podcast now has incredible meaning. Aren't you glad I added meaning to your podcast? Oh, well, thank you for (laughs) gracing us with your presence. Why don't you, to wrap us up, why don't you let us know where they can get more uh, wisdom (laughs) from you, oh, great one? Um, Let's see. I have no social media. I'm on Facebook. You can find me there. Um, I have a... YouTube channel that I have not. Yeah, done shame her about it, people. Get on her YouTube channel. Get on her Facebook and 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 shame shame her because shame, shame me because I have not done anything. because just several days ago or within the last several days I looked at you and, and I said, said what well, are you doing right now? Um, nothing. Why don't you work on you know your next craft for Make a Monday? Yeah, I could. And then what's the next thing I hear? The slot machine sounds from your <laughs> Facebook games. Shame on you. I just start I just talked to, on the beginning of this one about how like I I I confessed to the people that I was creative, you know, over the last few days, but I didn't live up to to what I consider my full potential and I use this sort of as a platform to to keep myself in check and I, and I don't hold things like that back and I don't care if anybody else cares or not. I care. And I, I felt the need to, to come forward about it. I've been creative every day. (laughs) 
I complain about it constantly. Yeah, but, but you, I but you, again, but no, but I have you not started done... this YouTube channel yes. and you started yes. it at the beginning of the year. We're now in April. And I how missed many? A month. I missed you a, missed month. a month. A month. Yeah. A month. Well, because I was away and that was my first excuse. And then I had just gotten back. So that was my second excuse. And then, yeah, four weeks. And yeah, I've got to get back to it because, yeah. Because I shamed you, and now I've shamed you all over the internet. Yeah, well, I don't shame easy. That's just not true. (laughs) Well, you know, there are a lot of things you don't know. Um, Ew. (laughs) All right, so anyway, you can find me on Facebook. (laughs) Yeah, that that, that was the cat with the hairball stuck sound that his father makes. When he's grossed out about stuff. Sound he makes better. Um... (laughs) <laughs> Let's see. I'm on uh I'm on Facebook. Uh I have a YouTube channel that's called Just Plain Crazy Face Art. Um and I do have have done Make It Mondays. Um that's it. I don't have Instagram. I keep getting requests to start okay, it, Instagram. It keeps it keeps showing up where you can cuz Instagram is owned by Facebook. So it keeps showing up where you can click to invite people and yeah, yours is one of the invited. first ones. Yeah. And I, I don't inv- I don't do it, but every so often I want to be like, you know, just click it and see what what yeah, happens. Yeah, nothing. I get invited by my friends all the time. Actually, there's a a contest that I could win a whole um uh, face painting station. I thought you were going to say like like a whole chicken or something. <laughs> I was going to be like, enter. <laughs> no, uh, but I could win a whole face painting station um, if I was on Instagram and liked the woman who's running the competition. I mean, I like her, but I don't want to get on Instagram. All right, so now it's you. Uh, everybody knows by now. If you don't, go back and listen to a previous episode because not only does it give me the, the you know, plays, but um, maybe you will... Learn something else. <laughs> sure. Uh, I'm going to wrap it up because that's the end.